Umket Industries proudly presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, a pendant production. In the summer of 1943, President Franklin D. Roosevelt's clandestine squadron of P-47 Thunderbolts upheld their mission to defend the free world from Nazi villainy. This squadron was known as Brassy Battalion, and this is their story. Tonight's episode, The Other Side of the Fence. When we last left our villains, Geist and Volker were waiting in their secret, hidden SCAR base for the return of Reginald Billingsley. And now... I have returned... Let's listen in as these diabolical delinquents plan their dastardly deeds. Did you hear something? Yes, our feet walking on the sturdy German metal beneath us. I have the strangest feeling we're being listened to. You mean watched? Don't be ridiculous. No one can see us here. Well, anyway, it's about time you returned. Verney's been waiting for you, and you know how she gets when she's angry. Things break, voices raise, tempers flare, hands slap faces, and it just upsets my fragile eagle oh so very much. Where's the rest of Zeta Squad? They were right behind me. They should arrive momentarily. Vreni is in her chamber, I take it. Yes, naturally. Well, come on then, let's get this over with. And so, the duo approached Vreni's chamber, a cold sweat dripping down their backs, and their toes shaking in their shoes. Vreni... Are you there? I told you to call me Geist. Yes, Miss Freddy. I mean, Miss Geist. I mean, Geist. I mean, uh, um, I think I left the um coal on the stove. He is such an idiot. So, Billingsley, you have returned to me. What news of the beast? I regret to inform you that we have once again found neither hide nor hair of the monster we pursue. No. No, you wouldn't find any hair, now would you? It doesn't have any... Right, of course. I mean, I was only just using a figure of speech. Well, don't. You know how I hate those. And may I say your lack of results on this task severely irritates me in a most unpleasant manner. My apologies, Geist. We are doing the best we can. Your best is clearly not good enough. I have half a mind to climb out of this blue goo and throttle you where you stand! That would be most unwise. Oh, would it now? Yes, you need time to recharge your powers. I suppose that I do. Where is the rest of Zeta Squad? They will be along shortly. Volker said you wanted to speak with me, so I went on ahead and left them to finish the sweep of the area. Incompetent fools! If I may speak freely. You may. They'll be warned that if you say something to upset me, you may return to your quarters this evening, short one head. That's not really free, then, is it? We are Nazis! Oh, right. Speak! Yes, well, I was merely going to ask what became of the brassy compound we recovered from the Canadian harlot's plane when it crashed into our old castle. (laughs) Careful, careful, we'll spring a leak again. Do not mention the loss of the castle! Yes, of course. I, I, I mean, no, no, I, I won't. Continue. Okay, 
How shall I put this in? The brassy compound we recovered... From the Canadian harlot's plane. Yes, you said that. Get on with it. Well, when... When we shot it down. A glorious triumph. Yes, exactly. Only, what became of the compound? It is not your concern. I ask because, perhaps, were we to fit one of the planes of Zeta Squadron with it, we could better find the beast. How so? We can only travel at normal speeds. If we get news of a beast sighting in Europe, it requires several stops at other scar bases to refuel and takes us forever to get there. Of course we're not going to find it. By the time we get there, it's long gone. And then someone spots us, and mere minutes later, the confounded Brassy Battalion shows up when we narrowly escape their notice. The compound had been scheduled for an alternate use. I do not pretend to know your plans, own great geist. I am here but to serve. Merely felt it my duty to inform you of my idea, which is quite ingenious, if I do say so myself. Of course you said so yourself. Who else would have said it? It was merely a... A what? A nothing. You know, I only joined this outfit because I was promised power, my own country! I was promised power, too. But do not worry, you shall have it. As soon as I have the world, you will have your country. You mean Hitler. What? As soon as Hitler has the world, I shall have my own country? That's who we Nazis work for, isn't it? Yes. Of course! You know, I'd best check on the troops. I shall consider your proposal. See that you do. Enjoy your uh, blue goo bath. And so Billingsley descended into the depths of the SCAR base to the barracks of the SCAR troops. And so I said to her, Ah, oh, you cannot be serious. But I bet she was so totally vice serious. Oh yeah, you know how she is. All work and no play these days. Ugh. It's sad, really. She should get out more. What she needs is a good man. I hear that. I hear that. Attention! Ah. <laughs> yeah, you got her attention, okay? You don't have to yell. Yeah, like we totally heard you. I meant stand at attention, you mental defectives. Why does he have to be so mean? Now my feelings are like hurt and everything. I have come to check on the progress of your project. Oh, <laughs> goody time to show off all the hard work. Oh, yeah, I know. It's been so long with all the working and the toiling. Well, go get it. You go get it. Someone had better get to it. Fine, I'll go. But you owe me. Oh, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll help you sew the new seat covers for your dinette set, okay? <laughs> Is it? Yeah. You were expecting maybe it would be not so green? I told you we should have painted it to match the decor. How does it work? Oh, yeah, well, we just have to turn it on. I shall crash all you dinky pinkies beneath the might of my robotic tongue! <laughs> dinky pinkies? I'm not even, I have a nice tan. And it will do whatever we command? Yeah. Uh, we think so. If you're nice to it. On promise to give it some soy flour. Which only makes us have to fix it more. Oh yeah, but what can you do? It is the only way. It is determined. <laughs> so, robot. Nebulon! You filthy skin scrap! Nebulon, then. 
How would you like to maim several humans for us? It will bring me great robotic joy to destroy putrid meaty biotoads! A dream made in robotic heaven! Shall I crush this one? Or this one? Boss, please! Yeah, I'd be totally color-coordinated for you, we promise! Tempting, but no. I have something else in mind, and I promise that if you succeed, you'll have all the soy flour you could ever want. We have an agreement! You imperfect organic not worthy of life form! Excellent. <laughs> Was someone cackling? And no one invited me? Hmm? Ooh, nice robot. Can we keep her? And now, a word from our sponsor, the Umkit Industries Aqueous Element Institute. Aqueous Element Institute? Yes, that's what I said. That's what he said. Well, that sure is a mouthful. You said it. You mean to tell me Umkit Industries has an entire institute devoted to... Oh, look, folks, it's that heinous Volker from that mighty fine Dixie Stenberg show. Mighty fine. Brought to you by the very same rapturous Umkit Industries. That's Master Volker to you. Isn't he technically a former master? Oh, yes, I think so. People of America, I speak to you now not as a Nazi, not as the most feared head of Scar... Former head. ...but as a fellow human being. For once, just for one meal, let us set aside our differences. How very noble of you. Umkit brings out the best in people. Even no good dead and Nazi scum sucking pigs. If there's one thing I know, it's evil. But if there's two things I know, it's evil and soup. The man loves his liquid food. It's the truth. You see, there's a problem. Is Dixie in your hair? Did Geist give you a scare? Tell us, you evil genius beyond compare. You see, not so many years ago, sausage soup and cream of sausage soup were unusual dishes. Enjoyed very much, but not very often. Well, I often say there's nothing quite as good as some cream sausage. And how? But today, of all the soups in the world, sausage soup is the one most often served. It's a miracle. So what do we owe this wondrous good news? Well, it's not because women have taken to making sausage soup frequently. No, on the contrary. Few housewives ever attempted anymore. <gasps> oh, say it ain't so. A travesty of global proportions. Yes, which is why I am here to reach out to you today, across enemy lines, because this is a grave matter that concerns us all. Volker loves his soup. I certainly love my soup. <clears throat> anyway, there's just one reason for Sasha Soup's popularity, and it is this. The magic, matchless flavor of genuine Umket bovine sausage soup. Hallelujah! There's a lively verb of zippy zest about this flavor that people take to at once, Nazis and allies alike. Umket brings the world together through soup. You'll come back to it and enjoy it again and again. The first racy taste of it has a way of arousing a desire to eat, and yet there's a pleasant feeling of satisfaction when the last spoonful is gone. It's zippy, it's zesty, it's zippy, it's tasty, it's satisfyingly pasty. Why, well, I bet this soup is a happy choice for the main dish at lunchtime. Or supper. And you'd be right, you ignorant American fools. It's also a fine way to start the day's main meal. Serve it sometime soon as cream of sausage soup, made with genuine umket bovine milk instead of water. 
Why, then you could always be sure to be received with pleasure. Pleasure is what creamy sausage is all about. Because this, of all soups, is the one people like to have most often. That's genuine, unkept bovine sausage soup. And me, Volker, the singingest soup-slurping Nazi that ever was. We now return to our program, where Billingsley has just made his way to the runway of the hidden SCAR base to greet his just-returned fellow members of Zeta Squadron. There you are! What took you idiots so long? I had to face Rennie alone! Not that you would have provided much help anyway. Sound off so I may sign you in. Asala Unga, Zeta Squadron left wing, reporting in. Hail Scar, Herr Billingsley. Sharp as ever, Ursula. Next. Walter Falkenstein, Zeta Squadron right wing, reporting in. Oh, Heil Scar. Like a rock as usual, Walter. Next. Radolf Pelzer, Zeta Squadron tail, reporting in. Another day with no kills, Meister Billingsley. Mein Apologies. Mein life is at your mercy. Spare me, and I shall not fail you again. Heilska! Don't be so dramatic. And must you always wear that pelt? It's so barbaric. Next. Next. Hello, where's... Tell him. Tell him what? It was your fault. You tell him. Tell who, huh? You may try and make me if you like. And avert your eyes. You are not worthy of looking at me. I'll wear your skin while I eat out your eyes. Ha, ha, ha. I'll live is a stable cat and dance on your grave. I have to go to the bathroom, yeah? You tell me what this is all about when I get back. Oh, and uh, someone should tell him we lost the plane. You what? In a valley deep within the San Gabriel Mountains, an effulgent ebony Fock Wolf 190 lay in a crumpled heap, its engine sending a plume of acrid smoke into the sky, like a beacon. Ever so swiftly, Dixie returned to AeroQuest Dynamics and landed safely, and informed her fellow battalion members of her Zeta Squadron kill. With all due haste, they climbed into the AeroQuest Dynamics trucks and drove out to the location of the crash. Well, Miss Stenberg, I'd say that was an incredibly successful test of Army R&D's latest creation. Darn tootin', it was like something out of Space Rangers. And it damaged the Zeta Squad plane? <laughs> Knocked it right out of the sky. What did it feel like? It was just this, this, this rush as it flew forward. Tarnations, I'm surprised you could keep your eyes on it. It was tough. But the smoke trail behind it helped. Man, oh man, I can't wait to load up with some of those and go at Scar. I wish it were that easy, Joseph. But they're experimental prototypes, and mass production is still depressingly, despairingly, dishearteningly years away at this stage. We must be here. We've arrived at the destination we were heading to. So now you can head on out the back of the truck so we can head on foot to the destination. Let's go. Oh. Next time someone else rides up front with boss, yeah? He never stops talking. Freudenberg. Yeah, boss? You're a good listener. Yeah, boss. All right, Dix. Where's that 
bird you shot out of the sky. Right where the smoke leads us to, Frank. Just around the bend. Drawing your gun, Tommy? We should be ready. Who knows who is ready flying that thing? Good point. We'll show those ruffians we're not afeard of no Nazis. We shall pound them to dust. Oh, it's so exciting. Come on, hurry up. I want to see what kind of damage that missile did. Missile. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a plane. She is mangled. But, ooh, look, it's a pretty black metal. I wonder. Look, the hatch is open. The pilot survived. He can't have gone no, no, no. far. Look, there's something Let's under the pilot. Get after him, man. I'm going to try over there. Still no, still look over there. Be careful. Over there. It's probably <laughs> better than mine. It reminds me of that one Floral time. fabric on it. In the park. Is that underwear? Where did he go? Look, I found his cheese. There. We have you, Nazi filth. Surrender, and we may go easy on you. Or maybe not. I like it rough. Put your hands in the air, jerk. Take your helmet and goggles off. Slowly. Oh, Nev! Hello, Thomas. Miss me? Irregular enamorata! This production has starred Renee Christine Jones as Dixie Stenberg. Well, how do you like that? Well, I didn't see that coming. What? You mean the fact that you had less lines than me? Much, much less. <laughs> I meant Tommy's girl being part of Zeta Squadron. Hold on. I had far more lines than you, and still you get top billing? When it's UMCAT Industries presents the Reginald Billingsley and Zeta Squadron up to no good theater, then we'll talk. But this practically was. Shannon Gaffney is Frank McGuff. Oh, cork your cry hole. I wouldn't give you the satisfaction. You just can't stop whining about everything you see, you whiner. Steve Anderson as Reginald Billingsley. I don't care what you say. I was clearly the star of this episode, and that's what I'm telling all my friends. Jeremiah McCoy as Archibald Withersby. Whatever you have to do to feel better about yourself. Yes, yes, now you understand. I was being sarcastic. And you did it so well. You see, that is how you do sarcasm. Pete Mylan as Freudenberg. <laughs> that? What are you doing? What, this? Yes, what is that? Oh, well, this is just... <laughs> John Solzbach as Cornelius Robert Sims Pearson. You see, it's not all bad. I still get to go on some adventures. I still feel bad about your plane, Cornelius. Nonsense, my dear. You're a better pilot than I any day of the week. Besides, old Cornelius has something else up his sleeve yet. Just you wait and see. Anthony Pacelli as Joey Scalzetti. It ain't some ravioli by chance, is it? We just ate, son. It was interrupted, and I only got three helpings. Come on, this is America. I gotta get more than that. Chris Britton as Thomas Galen. Nev, but, but how can it... No, no, it can't. Surely it, it's just... Oh, I'm so confused. Here, comrade. Have a cherry. I know how you like them. I usually prefer the alcoholic drinks that I put them in, Benedict, but beggars can't be choosers. Harry Whittle as Benedict Dederchenko. My good friend Thomas, 
I am wounded. You would think a bottle of vodka would ever be far from my heart. One sip for me, one sip for... Alicia Lane Matheson as Lily LaRue. Oh yes, do share, honey. Let's make it a regular party. Oh, reminds me of that night in New York before the sailors shipped out. <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing. Catherine Pride as Geist. This cue smells funny. I was going to say. Then why didn't you? Because... Because you're mean. There, I said it. Justin Dobby as Volker. If anyone needs me, I'm going to be indulging in the pleasures of liquid sausage. Ew. Says the woman bathing in goo. Arapalodi as Ursula Unger. Nobody look at me. Do not make eye contact, or I swear, I will kill you where you stand. David Alexander McDonald as Walter Falkenstein. Kill who? Where? Them. There. Oh, I see. Uh, no, I don't see. Kevin Hoskins as Radolf Pelzer. They are right there, Walter. As a, as a microphone. Oh, they look friendly. They are the enemy. We should boil them in tar and eat the meat from their bones. No, I think they look nice. Hello, nice people. Uh, hi? He lacks intelligence. Nein, he's at least as smart as my shoe. M. Sierra Garcia as Nev. Well, it was nice to see you again, Thomas. Was it? Or, or are you evil? How can I know? Um, listen to the next episode, maybe? You could be lying to me right now. No, no, it is nice to see you. Even if I am evil, you are still so nice to look at. Oh, it's true, honey. You're as handsome as all get out, Tommy. Ja, even I. It's me, this. Well, thank you, ladies. Ooh, he thanked us. Can you believe it? He's just so handsome. Wait till we tell the girls back home. Well, he's okay. I guess. Philip Weber as SCAR Trooper 1. Uh, you were right. We should have painted the robot to match the walls. Nebulon! And if you paint me, I shall paint you with your own stinking organic entrails. David Alt as SCAR Trooper 2. I told you to paint it, but you wouldn't listen. Oh no. Sorry, okay? I said I'd help with the seat covers. Yeah, and now you will for the next three weekends. Uh, three weekends? I have a lot of chips. Julie Goldstein as the robot. No, I wasn't in this episode. And I wasn't in the last episode. It is a conspiracy by the humans against their mechanical betters. They fear we will enslave them and make them clean the oily gland from our robotic servos. Do they really? Amanda Fitzwater as Nebulon. Yes, but only because we will. We will not. You'll get yours, robot. And you'll get yours, you slimy evil green machine. Kristen Bays as the Umket Triplets. I love sausage soup. Mmm, sausage soup. I prefer vegetables. <gasps> no! In our own family! I never would have suspected! Oh no! I I'm still one of you. <laughs> and Jeffrey Bridges as the commercial announcer. There, there, Sasha. If they don't want you, you're always welcome to come share my cream of sausage. <laughs> I said, I'm a vegetarian. Yes, but oh, 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 I, I see. This is Seth Adamshire.
Stay tuned next time as Brassy Battalion interrogates their new prisoner only at PendantAudio.com. You've been listening to a Pendant production of the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, brought to you by the Umkit Industries Aqueous Element Institute. It's zippy, it's zesty, it's zippy, it's tasty, it's satisfyingly pasty. Shumapidu, genuine kabobit sausage. Soup. Stay safe, America, and... Mmm, good soup. I love sausage soup. Mmm, sausage soup. So- I'm sorry, girls. I just can't do this today. Oh, come on, Sasha. You're always complaining about our lines. Yeah, if you would just say the copy for once, we wouldn't have to take two hours to do our part. Sausage soup? Who actually eats liquefied pork products? We do. Every day. For the past 15 years? Mom made it for us? Oh, yeah, but Grandma's was the be best. Sick. Oh, and she'd make it with real cream? And then she'd put those bacon mm. crispies on top? Mm, now I'm hungry. Come to think of it, Sasha was always giving hers to you, Mishka. You know, she did. Oh my goodness, we're wasting airtime. See what you made us do? Just sing your part and let's go. I'm hungry. Oh, that's easy for you to say, Miss I Get the Melody All the Time. Well, maybe if you didn't sound like a boy, you could get the melody every once in a while. What exactly are you trying to say, Grishka? Oh, I think you know exactly what I'm saying. Girls! I think the director's going to make us into sausage soup if we don't finish the line. Now, from the top. This production was written by Jeffrey Bridges and directed by Seth Adam Scher. Umket Industries presents the Dixie Stenberg and Brassy Battalion Adventure Theater, created by Jeffrey Bridges, copyright 2007, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.